You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hey there, everybody. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about GMOs. That's right, GMOs. There's been a lot of hype about this lately. There's been It's been in and out of the, the Senate and, and the House and laws being passed. Should we label GMOs? Should we not label GMOs? Are there health risks? Aren't there? Is it just a cover-up? What's going on there? Right? What's the real truth? And so we're going to help you address that today, understand that better. And at the end of the day, just be educated because we want you to put the right things in your body. And as long as we continue to put bad things in our body, bad things are going to happen to us. Most people don't realize that the things that we're eating or putting in our body today are making the organs and the tissues of tomorrow. And as you go through our lives and we continue to just have bad habits, make bad choices, even if as small as we might think those are, Oh, it's not that big a deal, Dr. Chris. You know, we just go in and we have a McDonald's Big Mac only a couple times a week. Not that big a deal. Oh, you know what? We only get that processed food here and there once in a while. But what happens is over time, those things bioaccumulate because they have a lot of other bad things associated with them than just a bad rap. And those things stay with us. And so we want to make sure that we are educating ourselves, that we are taking action. And the more that we take action, the more we demand natural healthy things we put on our body, in our body, around our body, then the more the market's going to respond to it. Because, hey, let's face it, we live in a capitalist society. And if money talks, then we got to provide the money for that. So if we want something, we want something to change, then we got to be willing to pay a little bit extra money sometimes to get the right things until that demand supplies the market. And so let's talk about today. Right now, 80% of the food this process you get in the supermarket is GMO'd 80%. So it is virtually in everything you eat. One of the big offenders is corn, which is in everything. Also soy, another big one that is in almost everything. So you really, if it's in a package of any kind, you really can't escape it unless it's certified non-GMO. So let's help you understand what is GMO? What's the difference between GMO and something that's hybridized, right? You've probably heard those two terms. So basically what hybridization is, is selectively breeding a plant, maybe even an animal to get certain traits. Some of those things can create sensitivity to gluten though as well. So that's what we talk about wheat nowadays with wheat. It's been selectively hybridized to have more gluten. And so that's why a lot of times... um, Americans, when they eat things with gluten, wheat, rye, barley, actually have more problems to those things versus if you go to Europe and eat something that has wheat, rye, or barley, you don't get that same kind of reaction. It was amazing. You know, a couple of years ago, my wife and I went to Italy and we just, we loved pasta, right? But every time we'd eat pasta in the United States, you know, we'd have GI issues, gas, bloating, you name it, just feeling like crud. And when we went over there, we started to eat that because it's everywhere. And the crazy thing was the whole time we were there, 
no GI problems at all. We ate a ton of pasta and nothing. And it all comes back to what we're putting in our body. And so it's understanding the hybridization of things, but then there's also the GMO of things, which stands for genetically modified organism. So in order to avoid GMO, you just can't go gluten-free. That's not the deal. And so we got to understand what it really is, what it does. And so what happens when you understand GMO is it essentially splices in DNA, certain traits of an organism that you want to have in a different organism. So you make copies of that gene you want, inject it in the organism, boom, now you have that changed DNA that would have never otherwise occurred naturally on this planet. So when we look at this, we understand what's happening. Well, there's a lot of effects that this has on our body and our environment. I mean, there's a study of environmental science that affects the, shows that it affects the kidneys and the liver dramatically. In fact, people have, are so concerned about these types of problems contaminating these GMOs, contaminating our overall food supply. They have huge vaults in secluded places of the world that are fortified heavier than Fort Knox that are just filled with seeds, seeds that are non-GMO. So what does that tell you? Right, right there, it tells us that there's something going on there and it's not necessarily the best thing for us. Now, there's a lot of argument that, hey, you know what, GMOs, this is, you're gonna get higher tonnage, it's easier to grow things, it can help with world hunger. Well, the fact is, with world hunger, it's not a shortage of food, it's a shortage of good people that are able to get the food to those who need it. So there is a ton of food and people are able to get food all over the country, but it's a matter of what governments are keeping food supplies from getting to certain places. And so we got to understand that. And research shows that these GMOs can cause allergies. They're carcinogens, meaning they cause cancer. Uh, the, the things that go into these as well is, is crazy enough. So the reason that they a lot of times create GMO organisms like corn, for instance, is that you can spray those things with pesticides and herbicides, things like Roundup. And so certain traits that allow that plant not to die, even though they are sprayed with that chemical, are fused with the DNA. So we end up essentially, eventually ingesting the pesticide and the herbicide in dangerous amounts. Well, really any amount is dangerous, but you got to understand that it just these things are bombarded with these pesticides. We're going to understand why that's a problem here in a second. And if you get told that Roundup is safe for you. It's kind of funny. I saw this documentary a while back and it was actually one of the main reps for Monsanto and the producers of Roundup. And he was quoted in the past saying that it was safe enough that you could drink Roundup. And they had him on this interview live and unknowing to him, they actually had a glass of Roundup and they asked him to actually drink the Roundup because he said, hey, it was safe to drink. He absolutely refused to. He wouldn't do it. He's like, are you crazy? <laughs> so again, what are we putting into our bodies? What are we getting exposed to and not even realizing that we're getting exposed to it? And then what are some of the side effects? So one of the most common things are the GI problems leading towards acid reflux, Crohn's, IBS, constipation, bloating, you name it, asthma, allergies, skin problems, headaches, migraines, weight problems, diabetes, autism, even cancers. And then we talked about the kidney and liver problems as well. But here's what happens. See, when farmers remove their animals from these things, these same things improve with the stock. So meaning when they remove the GMO products, 
all these issues that they were having with their livestock start to go away as well. But see, here's the problem. A lot of the foods, the meats that we eat are fed with these GMO products as well. And then we eat that meat and then we start to have problems. It's just the, the food chain. We, you are what you eat and you are what your food ate. So what's the problem with these pesticides and the herbicides that are sprayed on the GMOs? So these GMO foods have higher concentrations of these chemicals. Well, what they have is they have glyphosate, which glyphosate is something that breaks down your body's a toxin, but it breaks holes in the cell wall. It's supposed to do that to insects. However, when we ingest it, it pokes holes in our stomach and our GI lining. So this breaks down the production and maintenance of good bacteria and leads and contributes to things like leaky gut. And so when we get the leaky gut, we get the autoimmune, the allergies, all these things that go along with that. And it creates these sensitivities in our body, which again, longer we have sensitivity and and creates more inflammation in our body. The longer we have those things in our body, the more it's going to create disease. And that could really be any disease because inflammation is the stem of all disease. So who creates all this stuff, right? Why are we dealing with this? Well, Monsanto creates about 90% of the production of GMO products, meaning whether it be things like Roundup, the seeds that we get from these um, GMO products as well. And so these aren't things that can be recreated. They have to be licensed. The farmers get in trouble if if some of the GMO seeds go into their field, not their fault, go into their field and starts cross pollinating or growing in their field, they have to tear up their fields and get sued. It's crazy. In fact, US, the U.S. Geological Survey that they did back in 2007 accepted um, from, for the publication of the Journal of Environmental Toxicology and Chemistry found that Roundup and its toxic degradation byproducts were found in over 70%. 75% of the air and rain samples tested from Mississippi. So this, that area, 75% of the air and rain samples tested positive for those toxic chemicals. So here's the thing. The FDA doesn't have to regulate genetically modified organisms. turns out that someone who was in bed with Monsanto and no regulation was ever made in research that was showing all the evils of GMO were ignored. And later there was a lawsuit, but it pretty much got swept under the rug and nothing's really been done since. So what can you do, right? What can you do to keep this up out of your body? Because the rates of all diseases and symptoms associated with these things have gone dramatically up and on the rise since the introduction of GMOs. So first understand what are the top five GMOs? Number one, there is soy. Depending on who you ask, anywhere from 90 to 95% of soy products are GMO. Corn, about 88% of corn is GMO. Cotton, 94%. And then falling off from there are things like the canola, which again is another thing all in itself, sugar beets, alfalfa, papaya, zucchini, and even yellow squash. And they're trying to come out with more and more. In fact, just a while back, they actually approved, I think it was in Canada, the production of starting to do apples that are GMO'd as well. And so just really simple. If it has GMO, just say no, right? I mean, look for non-GMO label products. Um, if it's organic, it's probably not going to have non-GMOs. It should, and if it's standard USD organic, it should be without that. You can look at the code on that. If it starts with an eight, then it's non-GMO'd. Um, but this labeling has grown faster than any other trend in the market. So you can see it on a lot of different products because people really don't want this stuff, right? Um, just shop no GMO. It's an app. 
So shop no GMO and you can find what product is GMO, what product isn't. You can type it in there and see if it has GMO products in it as well. So just educating yourself, looking at labels, just don't see because it says made with unorganic product doesn't mean that the whole thing is organic or non-GMO. And so look at those things, do your due diligence and make sure you're helping yourself stay well. Because again, these things are just creating so much weight weight loss resistant is crazy. And it's one of the epidemics we're having with people with gaining weight, having GI products. And it's just really a matter of changing your lifestyle and changing your paradigm. I know you can do it. Nothing is easy that's worth having in this life, but I know that you can change the habits that you have today so you can have a better life for tomorrow. So have a great one. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.